This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning and welcome to The Chair. My name is Amy Bauman, and this is our Tuesday teaching. We come together every Tuesday, unpack God's Word, figure out what chair we're sitting in, apply it to our lives, hopefully have a little fun along the way. Thank you so much for being here and for joining us. And if this is your first time joining us, just a very special welcome to you. Have you ever looked at something or looked at a situation and were like, some people? Well, that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how some people are actually most people and most people are all people and we are all God's people and we're going to break that apart today look at a video talk about that but before we get started let's open with prayer Father God I thank you I thank you that you loved us so much that you sent your one and only son to this earth to die for us so that we could have everlasting life and forgiveness of sins And Lord, I just ask that you open up our hearts and our ears for what it is that you have for us today. Holy Spirit, I invite you to come in and just fill me with a fresh anointing that I will speak your truth with love, that you'll open up our hearts, that we'll be able to become more like you and and love everyone, Lord, the way that you love us. We love you and praise you and thank you and ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So maybe you're not 100% sure of what I'm talking about, so I thought we'd watch this quick two-minute video and and get a feel for this some people, most people, all people, and, and what we're struggling with today. Let's take a look. Come on, man. Some people only care about themselves. No one cares about your stupid vacation. Some people treat others poorly. Do it have anarchy. There's certain things that are right and there's certain things that are wrong. So don't believe what is foolishness. Everybody Some people only care about being right. There are Some people don't seem worth the time. But the truth is... Most people are just working to get by. Most people are terrified to reveal their scars. Most people are fighting an invisible battle. Sir, you forgot a bag. Most people are worth the effort because all people are created in the image of God. Where's my pillow? All people carry the glow of the divine. All people matter enough. For God to become one of them. God thinks every person is worthy of love. 
Imagine if we did too. Let's be a church where everybody's welcome. Nobody's perfect. And anything is possible. I love the video. I love that it is a little funny, right? But it, it talks about the things that we struggle with and the people that we struggle with and why we struggle. And I think today as we're looking at these different groups and stories that I hear from other people, things that I witness myself, is that we're once again putting people into categories, putting them in to blocks, putting them into boxes and saying, well, these people over here, these people are doing this. And some people over here, they're doing this. And while these people over here, they're crazy and they're doing this. And I think as we get into troubling times, times where there's a lot of uncertainty, where there's a lot of chaos, where there's a lot of confusion and fear that we tighten up and we separate ourselves and we try and keep ourselves safe. And it's really easy then for us while we're keeping ourselves safe that we're cataloging things so that it makes sense to us. And we're saying, well, these people are that and these people are that and these people are that. And what I want to encourage you today is that we're all people, that we're all people. And, and like the, the later images showed, most people every day are struggling just to get through the day. Most people, like those kids that were shown, go to school and, and struggle with whether or not they're liked and what they're confident in their identity so that they can actually sit at a table and be okay with that. Or instead of worrying about if anybody likes them, if anybody's going to sit with them, if anybody's going to throw food at them, we are all struggling today. And this is definitely not the time for us to pull ourselves aside, segregate ourselves from the rest of the world and start pointing fingers and blame and saying some people. I think what God calls us to is this reminder that we are all created in his image that we're all his people, that we're all loved, and that we are to love one another. Now, I'm not going to get into the fact that, yes, right now the enemy is running rampant, and we are seeing the enemy manifest in people, and they're doing these devastatingly awful things. That means it's time for us to step up and pray. It's time for us to be rebuking the enemy. It's time for us to even say it out loud that we are under attack, that the enemy is working and moving among us people to, to try and destroy us, to try and instill fear in us, to try and take us out. The Bible is very clear about how we are to love other people. And most importantly, it's not just loving people in the good times. 
It's not just loving people in the easy times. It's not just loving people in the sane times. It's always loving people. It's always knowing that there's probably more going behind on behind the scenes than what we realize and that we're really all in the same boat. We're all struggling with fear. We're all struggling with the unknown. We're all struggling with what's next. First Peter 4, 8. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. I know I've said this before, but did you know that fear is a, sorry, that anger is a secondary emotion? Anger is a secondary emotion, meaning, and I have felt this myself, that you, when you instantly become angry at something, there's something that is driving that secondary emotion to come out as anger. It can be fear. It can be hurt. It can be um, any number of feelings that seem vulnerable and, and right at the surface that bubble out over into anger. And when you look at a lot of people today, a lot of people seem angry. Angry at the situations, angry at what's going on, angry at the shape of the world and how there are people that are acting out that's affecting so many other people. That would make me angry. It does make me angry. But the Lord tells us that we can't let the sun go down in our anger and we can't sin in our anger. We can't be so angry that we sin. And what we don't realize as we're pointing fingers and saying some people and those people and those people were judging, were sinning because we're angry, we're thinking these awful thoughts, and we're, we're causing separation. And we're acting opposite of what God's word tells us to act. Romans 13, 8, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Philippians 2, 3, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourselves. That is not easy to do when we're building walls and separating ourselves from each other where we're not wanting what's best for that person over there or that person over there. We want what's best for us. And when we're acting that way, it doesn't seem to just stick with that situation. It then spills over into other things. The fear and the anger and the anxiousness we can't keep compartmentalized. It spills over into our everyday life. And, and all of a sudden our flesh gets away from us and we're now operating in the flesh. And when I think about that, I think of when you, when you watch something that's happened and all of a sudden there's panic in the streets and there's looting and raiding and people running around doing whatever they want, that is operating in the flesh. Because if every single one of them would stop 
and love one another and and not act out the way they they the flesh wants to but to act out the way God has called us to to love one another and treat each other with respect we wouldn't see any of that happening there wouldn't be what's happening in the world if we were to align our lives with God's word and do what he actually tells us to do Matthew 5:43 through 48 You have heard that it was said love your neighbor and hate your enemy but I tell you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your father in heaven He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous If you love those who love you what reward will you get are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. People groups. Groups of people like-minded people that cling together so that they can be like-minded together. When we start separating ourselves and saying, some people were not looking at the big picture that we are all people, all people loved by God. And when God sent his son it didn't say that God sent his son for some people, these people, those people over there. No, John three sixteen says, for God so loved the world, all people, all people groups, everyone. So that we could all have forgiveness of sins and everlasting life when we choose to invite Jesus in to be Lord of our life when we choose, when we receive that gift. And what Matthew is telling us in these verses is that we need to love each other the way God loves us, to pray for our enemies and those who persecute us, and to treat each other with respect. God calls us to do that. That's how we need to live. And we need to start putting ourselves in other people's shoes, which might I say is not always easy to do, but if you've worn a lot of shoes like I have, it's easy for you to empathize with people when they're going through a lot of different things. And so if you have not been through that situation and you've never worn their shoe, well then I would encourage you to ask God to show you his heart and how much he loves that person despite what they're doing to themselves despite what they're doing to their marriage despite what they're doing to their family because in that moment when you're acting and reacting and you're and you're living that out sometimes you can't see the bigger picture you can't see 
what God wants us to do. And that's in those moments that those around watching then need to stand up and pray. Pray for that hurting person, that couple, uh, that group over there that are struggling right now and don't have that revelation from God. It's then our responsibility as brothers and sisters in Christ to love one another and pray for one another no matter what. We can't just be those people. Some people, most people, we are all people. Broken, not worthy of what God has done, but he's done it because he's, he loves us. And he wants to give us that gift. And we need to be able to share that love, the same love that he offers us, the same forgiveness that he offers us to other people. People, people, people. We're all people. I just want to encourage you this week. I'm not sure what chair you're sitting in or what you're going through, but we are called to love one another and pray for one another. And I just want to tell you, if you haven't been told it today, that I love you and I'm praying for you and to trust in God. He's got you and he is going to carry you through. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for how much you love us. I thank you for your word. I thank you for the truth that you give us, this GPS on how to live in this world and the principles of truth that we need to believe so that we know how to live in this world. You've given us this love letter telling us how we need to love each other, forgive each other, how to operate on a daily basis, that we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. Help us, Lord, to follow your example. Help us to love each other. Help us to walk that out every single day. And that we actually, when we say we are believers and that we believe in you and that we follow you, that we actually walk that out every single day, Lord. Let it be known by our actions, not just our words. We thank you for this time. We love you and praise you. And we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for being here today, for joining us. If you need more information, um, just maybe about the sermons or other Tuesday teachings, um, books, classes, events, you can head to my website, amybauman.com. You can also download the For His Glory ministry app. It's available on not only iPhones, Androids, and tablets, but you can do that also. Just other resources for you to help you on your own journey and walking that out every single day. But thanks for being here. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.